0: Hey,
1: Kinky listeners, this is Eve.
0: And I'm Adam. And
1: this is episode six of Eve Owns Adam. We're so happy you're joining us today. Um, we have actually noticed a little bit of an uptick in Instagram followers. I'm not not like I'm, I'm not Insta-famous, but we've we've gone from under 100 to uh, close to 400 now. So we've got a few new followers. So that means I'm expecting a few new people to tune into the podcast, or I'm, I'm expecting that. I'm hoping for it. Um, So if you're new here, please uh, feel free to go back and start at the beginning. We are, um, we kind of really covered a a, a very good intro to who we are and why we made this podcast in the very beginning. So, but just a brief overview, if you don't want to do that, the cliff notes are, we used to be, we've, we've, we are both in a BDSM relationship. We've always known that that is, that's what we would like to do. Um, that's, you know, our particular kink. I used to be a sub, um, Adam was my dom and we were in a TPE sub dom relationship. We did that for three years. Uh, we started noticing some, well, I think I was really using BDSM at that time to pursue healing through trauma or, or trauma healing. And, um, we noticed that there were a couple times we had some more, intense scenes and after those were done I I felt less submissive I felt a lot more dominant and that's kind of come to light the more we've talked about it recently um what we were and why we don't think we're going to switch back not for the foreseeable future so um that's kind of our story and why we decided to n- kind of document the the navigation of switching and what BDSM looks like in a realistic lifestyle, and what sane, uh, consensual practices are. So that's that's what this podcast is about, and we're happy you're with us. If you're new here, welcome. Everybody is welcome. So um, today we're going to talk about Adam being my sweet little cuck bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're just jumping in or is he, or is he? So if you're just jumping in, yes, all of our episodes are this crazy (laughs) and, um, let's just get started.
0: All right. Well, so just to clarify, I've been the sub now for about a year Yep. after we switched up and it's TPE with some uh, growing pains of switching back to, uh, not switching back, but switching for me being a sub that transition and, uh. That's would say the past six months we've kind of fallen into our roles pretty well so as- and
1: i will say we we've actually recorded less in the last six months than we did when we were initially getting into it but we had a lot more to talk about when we were initially getting into it a lot more to discover and you guys were on that journey with us but falling into these roles has been so natural we've been devoting a lot of time to that so I'm sorry we haven't been recording, but we're we're back now and we're hoping to do at least one a month.
0: Yeah, ideally. So, as you all know, I spent the better part of two months in chastity.
1: October and November.
0: Right. And that was an interesting two months. We both learned a lot about chastity and its effect on submission and dominance. Um, I will say after two months, I sort of got accustomed to having it. It just was Integrate into a part of life where I just like, okay, well, I'm going to have to sit down to pee every time, whatever, you know. There wasn't
1: the humiliation of I have to sit
0: down to pee. Yeah.
1: Or I'm not a man. And I stopped making fun of like, look at you sitting down. You look like you're waiting on a little bus. You're just sitting there like. Mm -hmm. And so we had just kind of fallen into the rut of it.
0: Right, yeah, it wasn't top of mind for either of us anymore, so the first couple weeks of December, I was out of chastity, and that was a, actually felt weird to be out at first. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever had braces, but you know, when you first get your braces off, it feels weird, and it was kind of similar to I
1: haven't ever had braces, but I'm wondering if it's like when you first pop your cherry. I
0: don't know. It feels weird afterwards?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you definitely know you had sex.
0: (laughs) all the blood or?
1: No, there's no blood. Oh. It wasn't for me. I don't know. Is this too much information? (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, we took a trip over the Christmas holidays and we went to Asheville, North Carolina, go to Biltmore House, all that stuff. And we went, I went back into chastity leading up to the trip.
1: Right. And we had actually, so just a brief interjection here. I know we spoke about. In previous episodes, we spoke about the fact that Adam works shift work type work. Um, And his shift tends to, in October and November, he tends to get a lot of overtime. And so just for our lifestyle, October and November are not months we spend a lot of time together. So not only was he in chastity, he was only seeing me briefly And sometimes he was going long, like two, three weeks without coming at all. So he was, by the end of it, I think it had just, between the work and not much gratification, it had started to drain both of us because it's not something either one of us were used to. Chastity was new for for both of us. So it was, we were lacking some intimacy and- because of that, I was actually hesitant for him to go back into chastity. I missed it at first too. I missed that he was not in chastity for me. He was, you know, becoming aroused more and like wanting sex more. And it wasn't, you know, I didn't have control over that. So that was a little disheartening. But at the same time, I didn't want to go back and do something that had lost lost its luster so quickly. However, we did I decided I wanted him in chastity at least going to Asheville because I wanted to start pushing him back into a a more submissive space.
0: Yeah. And that's, I did start to lose the the deeper level of subbiness leading into the trip. And, uh, you know, we went on the trip and I would say, I'm not sure what effect just putting the device back on had at first. None. Yeah, I, I agree. I not much, but um, there was an incident that I, a story <laughs> that I promised the one some somebody on Instagram that I would share about the chastity device. So I don't know how many of y'all have toured the Biltmore House, and I will say also we took a trip to Atlanta earlier in the year, and I was afraid this same thing was going to happen there, but I got lucky. <laughs> So, so many places now have these security checkpoints you have to go through. Yes. And they have metal detectors. (laughs) And those metal detectors not only detect metal, they can detect where on your body the metal is. So, (laughs) so (laughs) Eve goes through first, no problem. I go through this checkpoint and this lighten up like err err err. He stepped back through there again, so I did. He said, uh Okay, wait, hold on.
1: Can I just say one of the one of the fun things we learned at Biltmore House is that the Biltmore House has been around for 150 years and it is a huge employer in Western North Carolina. And some families <laughs> have been working for the Biltmore house for generations. Most of the people working there were quite advanced in their years. (laughs) So these two security gentlemen are retired from their regular jobs and doing this as a hobby is what it seems like. They're both quite, quite old. And, uh, and not, I I would not say they're down with the terms on chastity.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're, uh, they're grandpa age for sure.
1: If not great-grandpa
0: age. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I go through it a couple times, and he brings me over to the monitor and points to my crotch on the <laughs> monitor, and there's a big lit-up box around me. He's like, uh, is there something in your pants? And uh, <laughs> I just kind of leaned in close and kind of whispered to him, like, uh, there's there's a device down there, and uh, it's not a weapon. There's no harm. And I put him on spot right away. I'm like if you want to, you can search me. <laughs> and he could have just looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he was, so he called in his, uh, supervisor, who was just as old as he was, it seemed or yeah. close, close enough. And I'd tell him the same thing. Look, I have a device. It's not a medical device. It's not a weapon. It's more of a sexual device. And, uh, <laughs> y'all can see it if you want to, you can touch it, you can feel it, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, like making them feel very uncomfortable. Like, fuck it, you know, go all in now. <laughs> and, uh, he just looks at me and says, nope, nope. Have fun. Yeah, you
1: two, You two have fun. And, uh, what I thought was very interesting is Adam had absolutely no problem addressing this. I was a little bit embarrassed. Um, I, was not embarrassed for him. I was embarrassed for me. I didn't. I typically don't care if he is embarrassed, but I was embarrassed for me because I didn't know, I didn't know exactly what they were going to do if they were going to ask me about it or ask him about it. I so, yes, I, it was a it was quite the unnerving situation. Going forward, I might make him do it just to embarrass him, but I think we're gonna get a plastic one.
0: Yeah, a plastic one would be better with, with an with, integrated lock. With an integrated lock yes. would be a lot better. So.
1: And you we covered that really, really in depth in our last
0: yeah, that would- podcast.
1: So if you're really curious about that, I know I've gotten a couple questions. We've already addressed it. I've told people it's in the podcast. But if you're curious about Chastity, October Over November, that's where we talk about devices.
0: Yeah, we did. Um, I I think that <laughs> it was interesting that you were more embarrassed than I was.
1: Yeah, but... I just said that. <laughs> I, think that I just
0: think it was interesting, though. I, I I, guess this the psychology of it was I was so embarrassed that I had to stuff all that away. And I tend, so if I'm uncomfortable, I tend to meet that with aggression. Yes. That's my default is to and escalate that's why, aggression.
1: That's why I don't know. I don't know. It, again, go back and listen to our former podcast. But we've said this so many times. Adam is not a sub. Adam is my sub. Yeah. If you encounter Adam or if you think you encounter Adam, if you think you recognize him, don't walk up and think he's your sub, which kind of leads into our next story about Asheville.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, Asheville was
1: quite the trip for us.
0: Yeah. So I'm in, in Chastity the whole trip, really, uh, until the very last morning.
1: Yes. The very last morning we took you out.
0: Yeah. So we we uh, were going out to some restaurants and bars, having a good time, right?
1: Yes. And we were, we were making our way this, now this is, we went, we did the Biltmore and then the next day we just kind of explored the town right, or the city. And uh, we were, we were just bar hopping through the day and, and restaurants and all that. So we've, we've, we've had a little bit to drink. We're at, we're at the, this, this bar in Asheville, which I, I recommend it's called top of the monk. It was really cool. Great views. However, when we were there, it, they were getting an Arctic blast. So this bar in particular was an outside bar, totally dead. Totally dead. Really cool bar, but no, nothing was happening. Um, so the views are beautiful, but if it's 19 degrees outside, nobody's standing outside to look at the views. So Adam and I are about the only people there.
0: Mm-hmm. And we start... I'm drunk. I, was, I said... I bet I could find you a bull tonight.
1: And I said, "Well, let's just back up here. Hold on. Yes, he did say this. However, I have for months. We've kind of joked about getting a bull. We've talked about it. If I if I'm like verbally degrading Adam, that comes up a lot. We talk about a bull, or you know, a better a better cock, um, you know, a, a more reliable cock. Whatever. We talk about all of that." Um, When I talk about stuff, it doesn't always mean that that's, you know, the thing I'm going to go out and do. But Adam, he is more the type if the thought pops into his head and he gets drunk enough, he's like, let's fucking do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it goes back to the aggression. Like, you know, I am I'm tend to lean to more of aggression. I wouldn't say that's even
1: aggressive. Intense. You're a very intense human.
0: Well, it's aggressive in in pursuing something we've done you know? sure
1: yeah okay Aggra- aggressive yeah. I just
0: yeah like that's just what I meant by aggressive There, not like I'm gonna fight somebody aggressive. no like no that. no I, like my attitude I my just think if we're talking
1: about a bull right. we should not be saying you're
0: aggressive because I don't know well okay anyway
1: stick with us this story this story is good all right so we he says I can fight you a bull tonight and I'm kind of I've told him you know I'm not so sure about a bull but I'm kind of drunk too. So I go, all right, do it. Just do it. Go find, do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so he gets on some apps that we, we both have downloaded some apps and, and he gets on and he starts looking for somebody. Well, we in the process also decide we're leaving that particular bar and we go across street to another bar and, in that bar, as soon as we get there, I go to the restroom. I come back. When I come back, Adam is talking to a female at the at the bar.
0: And... Nothing nefarious about it. It was just there, a drunk guy had just fallen off a stool. I helped him up, made sure he's okay, put his stool back, and you know, get back to the, into the spot. And then I was started talking to a guy he was the drunk guy knew, and then the person on the other side of me about you know. Just helping the
1: guy up, right? So he's he's also talking to this female, and I came out. He's just told me he's gonna find me a bull, and I challenged him to do it. Went to the bathroom, and I come out. He's talking to a, a girl, and I think at this point I just thought, okay, well we'll show him, and we did. <laughs> So when I came back out from the bathroom, he's talking to this girl and I decide, hang this bowl he's going to find for me. I'll just find one my fucking self. So we did say alcohol was involved. And in a minute, we're going to I'm going to talk about some recommendations if you are looking to do something similar. So we'll get to that in a second. So I decide I'm going to find a bowl myself. So I just look at the bar and there's the guy that Adam is talking to. And there's a guy to to his side. So I, 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 pick, I pick the guy two seats away from Adam. And I go and I sit down next to him and I start talking to him. And we just start talking and it ends up there's some chemistry. I'm obviously flirting very heavily. And ladies, we know it's not hard to pick a guy up in a bar. So we all move. We'll call them dark head, blonde hair and no
0: pierced, teeth pierced yeah. oh yeah no teeth right. so there
1: were three gentlemen dark hair blonde hair no teeth and they move over to a booth with adam and i and so we're all sitting and conversing and it all comes out we are bds and couple we i'm the dominant adam is my submissive and we begin talking about that dark hair says he's also a dominant And he's very into BDSM. I immediately do not believe him because I pretty much never believe people that say they're into BDSM until I genuinely – I don't give people the benefit of the doubt
0: on that. No, I don't either. People are so full of shit.
1: I I give most people the benefit of the doubt on most things. But BDSM is such a niche. And for people to be properly practicing it, it is very, very small. It's a small community. And
0: based on this guy's conduct in general, I would – he is not he's not familiar dom. yeah he's not he just not
1: know because the biggest thing of our community is consent right so you are not somebody's dom until they consent to being your submissive period end of discussion it doesn't matter if they are a submissive personality or if they're like adam where they're not a submissive person it does not matter until they have consented to be your submissive That is, consent's the key word. And this gentleman wasn't waiting. I won't even call him a gentleman. This asshole wasn't waiting. (laughs) That was quite the dichotomy Went from gentleman to asshole straight away. But he was not waiting for my consent to treat Adam that way. He didn't approach me and ask me if he could even speak to my sub. He just started trying to dominate Adam
0: um and also we'll say that he was not the guy the bull that you picked that blonde, was blonde, blonde hair, hair was yeah was i forgot bull. to
1: say that blonde right. hair was and he was a very i wouldn't even call him a bull he was just no the, which
0: you will use the object that you the
1: object you yes know. that i was trying to make adam feel inferior with right or the person we won't call him an object that's a terrible thing to say
0: i guess yeah <laughs> it's I an know.
1: object but he was the the person i selected and he was actually a very, very nice man. I really liked talking to him. And we ended up sitting in this booth and talking for several hours. Mm-hmm. And Adam was there some and not there some. Long story short, I made out with this guy. I touched his dick through his pants. He felt me up through my shirt. So it was very high school, very like PG-13, nothing too crazy. Um and I only did it when Adam was watching. I was I was intentionally involving him in the process. I wanted Adam to watch this happen. I wanted to lightly cuck Adam.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, she did. I, she, they kissed twice, and she intentionally said, "Hey, look at this." Whenever she rubbed his dick once, yeah. So that I was, so that I would not miss it. Like to make sure like this is happening for a purpose.
1: Right. So all of this happens and then blonde hair from the beginning had said he he was not interested in having sex. So for me, not being sure of if I actually wanted to sleep with somebody my first time, that was the green light for me to push this and just See how far we could take it and play because I knew sex was off the table. Adam didn't know that, so his stomach was in a knot all night because he didn't really know where yeah, it was going.
0: It was, and, and this was so. I don't know if it's okay to say this, but I'm I can be a big drinker sometimes. Eve is more of a four twenty girl, less of a drinker than me. But we are at one the third bar of the night after probably drinking all day, at least for me. So I'm a little bit lit. Yes. Yeah. And I would say the the drunker I get, the more like we talk about that that aggressive side comes out. And uh I don't really remember much of the conversations. Now I definitely remember the making out in the kitchen <coughs> and and all that. This visual image just kind of burned in my head. I don't re- <laughs> I, I don't remember You're welcome thank you i don't remember dark hair trying to dumb me okay i don't remember that at all but you do remember i remember the results of him trying to dumb me <laughs> and that didn't work out well for him at all
1: yeah so uh we will we will not go into the conversation unless hey you guys if you want to hear the full blown story write us on instagram we'll we'll go into the grave details yeah but we won't go into the details today. It, it ended up not a bar fight, but it ended up, there was some shouting and we were, we all were asked to leave. Um, so we left but and, you know, nothing happened other than the kissing and the making out. And, um, but, but dark hair was really, really getting into Adam's face and, and making me feel uncomfortable too. Like almost as if he was trying to dom both of us. And, and so it, it just wasn't a great situation we left and went home and went to sleep. We woke up the next morning and the first thing out of my mouth to Adam was
0: I do not want a bull.
1: I do not want a bull. I know for a fact I do not want a bull. I am so sure about that. There is nothing in my in my life now. Do I want another male slave? Possibly. Like, I'm okay with that. Do I want to keep going out and flirting? Well, we're definitely going to talk about that. So
0: Mm -hmm. that was
1: my immediate reaction. Adam, you want to talk about your immediate reaction to this?
0: My immediate, well, I had two reactions. I felt a little sick to my stomach over the the cucking thing I felt you know the the mm-hmm. typical things you're supposed to feel the jealousy and the rejection and all of that and I also had the the feeling of I kind of let myself down that night because I got too drunk and I could have handled myself personally better if I had been drinking so much but that has to do with the details of the whole story because I just, uh, I, I like to hold myself to a little bit of a higher standard than the fray, but whenever I get, uh, I got angry with heightened emotions of being cucked, probably played a big part of that, and that and I already chose, like, if she chose blonde hair, I was not going to take my aggression out on blonde hair, like, like he was under her protection, so whenever dark hair started to kind of be an asshole, it was like annihilate this guy
1: oh and no teeth was amazing he was the coolest guy ever no teeth. i know we didn't really talk about no teeth but that's because he was he should have been the main star of this story he was a good guy
0: yeah he really was and anyway so the next day i did i felt a lot of rejection but what i also felt was the massive power dynamic that eve had over me yes just an insane like and it was almost in an instant yes, it's like, that this was created. It's this, like chastity times a hundred. Yes. Chastity times a hundred. It was just, I felt so inferior. And just this is a feeling that's lasted for weeks and weeks. It's just this, now starting this to. This is just now tremble. starting
1: to wear off. And it's been almost a month. We're just shy of a month.
0: Yeah. So we're it,
1: like uh, five days short of a month. Right. This has been yeah, going so on. So it's like
0: a, a month feeling of extreme deep levels of submission from the cut queen it was just you know a kiss it was just
1: a kiss and
0: and i i will say this if the, i don't this may be more that you want to talk about i don't know but whatever i was a dom it, I you know i was i mean oh 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 i was a cut queen she basically was, was a cut a queen, cut queen. Yes, i mean I, I, I had sex with a lot of women
1: and now not in front of me that right. was not part of our deal but, but that she knew that's, about it? yeah i knew about it i was i was onboard and and we've talked about how our dynamic started it was very
0: it was more matter of fact
1: matter of fact yeah it was there was there was definitely trust and emotion but it wasn't love there was not love there and not for almost a year when we were when we were first starting out we were very transactional in our bdsm and and that's okay if you have a relationship like that, too. It serves its purpose. And
0: it can be very fulfilling. And itself. it can be
1: very fulfilling, yeah. So And it doesn't always lead to something more, but for us, it did. So we... Uh, the next morning, yeah. We And then we had to drive back the next day. Yeah. So we're a little bit hungover. Well, Adam was hungover. I was very hungover.
0: You were very hungover.
1: Yeah. Um, but I was very, like, sick as well. So we're driving back, and... Hungover, not feeling well.
0: Yeah, she and
1: feeling guilt. I felt guilt about it, and
0: yeah,
1: I want to just kind of go on to our suggestions about it because it was it was such a deep feeling. I think if we just talk about our suggestions for it, um, it'll it'll kind of cover some of the feelings as well. So I felt a lot of guilt, and that leads me right into suggestions. My 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 don'ts are do not do this without don't do this to a random. This is crazy to just go into a bar and pick a random person and hope that they understand BDSM. Don't do that. Um, That was a result of my other don't suggestions. Don't do this when you're fueled by alcohol. And don't plan this with your partner when you're both drinking. Make this specific to, all right, we know February 5th, we're going to go on a date and we are going to... You know, we're going to go on a date, but the date is going to be with somebody who's like a bull, but light, bull light. Right. Right. And so I would say those are my three biggest don'ts. My biggest yeses are, yeah, like don't limit yourself to just think or or open, do expand your definition of cuckold. Cuckold doesn't have to be penetration necessarily. I I think that what we did served its purpose. Will we ever do something deeper? Maybe. And then do try. If you're not sure, do try. And I would say do start with something lighter so that mm-hmm. you can just test and test the waters. You don't have major regrets.
0: Yeah. I will say one of my biggest hang ups, and I'm not even I've discussed this about that night, was I wasn't in on what she was doing necessarily. And that was where a lot of my rejection came from because I didn't consent to this guy, you know. Before, we were going with a bull on an app. Like, he knew about me. He knew about her. Like, I was, everything was good. Then just all of a sudden, she's sitting next to this guy and, you know, they start kissing. Now, loud and clear to me that what's happening there. However, since I wasn't included, like, in the plan, I almost thought she would kind of wanted me to get lost and give her space. So I did a lot of the night.
1: And that led to dark hair being, feeling like he could try to dom me or, or make me feel uncomfortable. And that led to Adam becoming very protective of the situation. And it led to conflict. So we could have, we could have definitely planned that better. We could have definitely discussed it and had better conversations.
0: Yeah. If I would have been in on it... it- I could have changed things. Whenever I felt like things were not going well, I went from Eve's slave to Eve's knight very fast. And, and I mean a night where I'm chopping people's heads off. Yeah, like I, what, <laughs> She even said, as soon as I sat down at the table after I was fired up, it was clear who was going to be in charge of all this stuff.
1: Yeah. And, it, and then I didn't like that as well because it changed the dynamic and I was no longer the di- dominant. So even if I had wanted to take that, blonde hair home if i had wanted to take blonde hair home <coughs> i couldn't have because now i'm not the dominant in the situation so
0: yeah so one thing i learned is what she said the alcohol is not my friend if we're going to do any kind of cuckolding i need to be sober and have my wits and and know the plan
1: that doesn't stop him from every time he drinks asking me if we should find a bull that night but
0: yeah well i don't know if it's more like hey let's see what she's going to say here <laughs> <laughs> or if i that's something i truly want now do i want to watch penetration probably not i don't that's probably not something that would be good for the long longevity, longevity of our relationships right now
1: adam and i are we're more than just sub and dom, we're life partners. Right. We know that this is, we, I mean, we have children together. We have a home. We live together. So we think about things past BDSM. We think about things like when we're 70 years old, what will this look like? Right. And so I do, I like to, I. that's one of the things I really love about this podcast is that we talk about things from a very life-centric position mm-hmm. we live life we have a, a normal life um that the outsiders would probably never know we're kinky right so we do that's why that's why i think this is kind of an important important uh, important space for our community. Is
0: yeah i agree with that um let's see i have a couple of suggestions for people who are interested <laughs> in cuckolding. number one if you're a guy and you want your woman to cook you first of all if she doesn't want to just just forget it because What's the point? Like, if if she's doing it for you, then who's really the dom? Like, your purpose is to please her. Like, she has to have fun doing it. So, if that's the case, if she consents to all of this, have her download a dating app like Tinder, Start matching guys and flirting with them on an app. Like, there's you can use a fake it's a zero name, risk. Zero, zero risk, zero risk. Use a fake name, a fake bio. Like, you know, I don't even care if you use the right picture, whatever. You know, it's zero risk and see how you handle another guy flirting with your girl on the app. Now, whenever she's doing that to me, it, I mean, this can be a little bit of a turn on, but it's, I'm, I'm an intense person. So typically that does not leave to the intensity to really get me going. And then if, if you can handle that, maybe, maybe have to meet somebody at a bar or a restaurant. You know, like we met a random, but now we've talked about both next time, probably meeting someone who has a little bit more consent in the situation
1: yeah so we'll, we'll talk about that in a
0: second okay Our so, next time yeah, yeah we've learned from our mistake there and there's another option of like say you have meet somebody on tinder or another app and they're into the lifestyle start a three-way chat on a you can have snapchat or whatever it is where we you, like snapchat yeah we're, we're
1: we're fans of snapchat we
0: are so either way you have a group chat where you have to be front and center and witness their flirting. Even if they can send pictures back and forth to videos and, you know, if
1: voice recordings, voice or recordings,
0: theory. yeah. If, if Eve says, Hey, you shut the fuck up. You're not allowed to participate in the conversation. You're, you're an observer. You're
1: a spectator. Yeah, That's,
0: that's kind of like if I were in the room and she were having sex with a bull, I'm a spectator, you know? So there are a lot of ways to kind of dip your toes into it without just jumping in head first.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with all those points. So those are, yes, those are all the do's for sure. Mm-hmm. Do all of those things first, test the waters. So is Adam a cuck? I'd say he's a cuck light if that's, yeah. and then will we yeah. do this again? Um, no, not exactly. We we've talked about like our regrets or our, our hang ups, what we wish we had done differently, but we have decided that this is going to be something we try out again. Um, a little more frequently, maybe like once a month, we have a date night that's centered around going out with somebody I've met on Tinder or met that's that's willing to go out and just be on a date with us or with me and Adam just observing the dates. So we do. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And next time we're gonna answer questions. Oh, we're actually.
0: Wait, I got a question for you.
1: Oh no! I thought you were gonna ask me that on the next episode. No! No! No!
0: Because it has to do with cuckolding
1: oh no you have to ask me on the next episode
0: all right next one
1: all right guys tune in if you want to hear adam's question about cuckolding on our next episode and if you have a question get on instagram send it to eve owns adam or adam worships eve you can send either one of us your questions we're also on fetlife and eve owns adam at gmail.com is where you can email any questions So we will be doing another episode. Actually, this morning, we are laying in bed, drinking coffee and making our episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, No kids. So we're going to do a double episode today. So we won't forget this question and it'll be up soon. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Stay kinky.